Well, good evening to everyone. Let's see if I've got silent here. Okay. I want to thank Ben for a great lesson this morning. Wasn't that uh, wasn't that great? Uh, I'm glad that he got to speak on Sunday morning because a lot of people had never heard him before. That was his first time to speak on Sunday morning, and unfortunately. Uh, that's the only time a lot of people are here. So uh, thank you, Ben, for a great job. I thought about uh, this afternoon, uh, it, it's time for the torch to pass, isn't it? Uh, those of us that are older and uh, in the sunset years uh, can be proud that there are those to take up the job and uh, to continue uh, the preaching of the gospel. And Ben's going to do a great job in that and I hope that you uh, you're personally thanking him and encouraging him the Hebrew writer said in Hebrews the second chapter in verse 1 therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest happily we drift away from them that passage goes on and we'll look at the rest of it a little bit later and talks about the dangers and what the consequences are going to be for drifting away from the Word of God. We've all heard the story or seen the cartoon about uh, uh, someone in the boat as they drifted toward a waterfall and the danger that lies ahead in them going over uh, that fall. I want to say, I don't know if my pictures will be good that I want to put on uh, here. Let me get uh, organized with this changer. I'm having trouble. Have I got it on? I guess I haven't. Would you give me the next slide? Okay. You don't know where this is, but this place is kind of special to me. This place is called Kettner's Mill. It's located in the Sequatchie Valley. Uh, that's just this side of uh, Chattanooga. Uh, one of the reasons that it's special to me is that I was born about a mile from here. Now, you don't need to look up the name of the hospital because there wasn't one. Uh, I was born at home like a lot of people were uh, back in that time. But it's also special to me in that this is an area where my parents were raised. Uh, my mother and dad were both raised uh, very near this location. In fact, I'll look at the next slide with me. And uh, it, uh, it's not very clear, but... That's an old piece of equipment there that used to be in a sawmill adjacent to this brick building here. And when I was, uh, well, about the time that I was born, my dad was working there. Uh, he was working for 50 cents a day. Uh, this was a water-powered sawmill uh, powered by the same water power that this grist mill that you saw uh, in the picture there. The next picture, please. Uh, this is the dam that is across the little Sequatchie, or it's the Sequatchie River. Uh, it's very peaceful looking there in that picture. Uh, it's uh, 
just a little bit of water flowing across uh, the dam. Uh, I like to go there every time I'm in the area. I go and I visit because it's uh, it's a very tranquil place. It's a it's a peaceful place, and I, I just enjoy it. The next uh, slide, please. Sometimes, though, it's not as peaceful as that previous picture uh, showed, and a lot of water is coming across, and it's uh, it's very rough, and therefore the water would be uh, would be swift back in behind the dam. And I show these pictures uh, to tell you this story. Last July. Uh, about mid-July of 2015, there was a tragic accident here at this location uh, involving the death of three people. One of them was a distant kin of mine, a third cousin of mine. But what happened on this day is back in the, in the backwater, back up in, I don't know, my pointer's not even working. I, I haven't got something right here. Okay, maybe we're going now. Back somewhere in this area, uh, a middle-aged uh, man uh, in his uh, late 30s uh, was swimming, and he had a float uh, that he was on out in the water. And uh, I don't know all of the events that transpired to bring this about like it did, uh, but in the course of uh, being on that float and swimming there, uh, he got caught up in the current uh, that uh, was moving downstream over the dam at this time. And he, he got caught in the current that was so strong that he was not able uh, to uh, paddle himself away from it. Uh, his brother was on the bank watching and seeing the distress that he was in. He jumped in to go out and try to uh, rescue his brother. And he too was caught up in the stream. And, uh, and uh, in, in the course of the things that transpired, both of them uh, went over the dam and into the turf turbulent water uh, that was below. On that particular day, my third cousin was over in this area fishing. He saw the events that were taking place and he jumped in the water and he was going to try to rescue them and he was caught up in it and tragically all three of them drowned. Uh, you might have even seen that on the news. Why do I tell the story? Well, I tell the story now to relate it to our spiritual life. Oftentimes we get caught up drifting just like these uh, this man was and and uh, uh, before we know what's taking place before we know what's happening uh, we get caught up in a situation where it's very difficult for us to get out of and it's very difficult for us to rescue ourselves from and many times many times just as this man who was in the water enjoying the uh, the peacefulness of the day enjoying the swimming of the day, just as he was caught up in a current that he could not escape, many times you and I find ourselves caught up uh, drifting along in a spiritual way, reaching a point where we cannot rescue ourselves, where we cannot turn ourselves around and reach the shore in safely, safety. I think the Hebrew writer was talking about that in the introduction verse there when he said that we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard uh, lest happily we drift away from them. It is easy uh, to drift away from the Word of God. It is easy to drift in our spiritual life uh, such that we begin to go downstream rather uh, than going upstream. 
Uh, usually, usually uh, what happens in a, an accident like the one I was describing here is that people uh, quit rowing. They quit paddling upstream. Uh, we've seen the cartoons. We've seen the stories about the boat. And, uh, you know, in uh, the situation with the boat, the person is caught up in the drifting process because he quits rowing upstream. He quits traveling upstream and uh, stops working and stops manning the oars. And uh, therefore, there's nothing to do but to drift downstream with the current. And so it is in our spiritual life today. Oftentimes, we stop rowing, as it were. Uh, We stop working in our spiritual life such uh, in such a way uh, that there's nothing to do but go backward. There's nothing to do but drift with the stream, to drift with the current into, that, into dangerous territory uh, such that we are caught up in a current uh, that will lead us in a direction where we cannot escape that. Uh, faithfulness, faithfulness as a child of God is like rowing in the boat. Uh, We've got to continually work at it if we're going to remain faithful. We've got to continually work at it if we're going to be true uh, to the Word of God. When we stop working as a child of God, when we stop growing as a child of God, then we are going to drift, even as the boat would drift in the stream, into dangerous territory. In 2 Peter the third chapter and verse 18, uh, Peter said, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory uh, both now and forever. Amen. We need to recognize the need to continually grow as a child of God. We need to recognize the need to continually advance our faith by studying the Word of God, by being involved in the Word of God, by working in the Word of God uh, such that we are continually moving forward in our faith, that our faith is continuing to grow, that our faith is continuing to increase. Otherwise, otherwise we're going to be caught up in the drifting process such that we are going to be in a condition and in a position uh, where we cannot possibly rescue ourselves from the danger uh, that we are in. Next slide, please. Drifting not only is a danger to ourselves, but drifting is also a danger to others. In the story that I told a moment ago, one man, uh, one man was out in the water swimming. One man was on the float out there. He got caught up in a current that he couldn't escape. He was drifting into dangerous territory. It not only affected him, but it cost the life of two other people that were making an attempt to rescue him. Oftentimes in our spiritual life, our drifting, our uh, uh, going downstream as it were, not only affects us, but it also affects the lives of other people. There are many examples that we could talk about. You are you are serving as an example to others. Who knows who's looking at your life tonight? Who knows who's patterning their lives after you? Suppose, suppose that you 
had not been here tonight. And suppose one of our young people was using you as an example. They were looking at you. Uh, They were using you as a pattern for their lives. And they said, Howard's not here tonight. I guess it's all right for me to be away next week. And so they began to see uh, my life as a pattern for theirs, and my drifting in turn becomes a way of drifting for them, uh, such that they too are caught up in the current of destruction that comes about. Drifting uh, in the lives of parents oftentimes results in opportunities that are lost with their own very own children. Uh, In Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and verse 14, the writer said that we may be no longer children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, but the sly of men and craftiness after the wiles of error. Now, children are impressionable today, as we well know. And uh, they are not able to make uh, good decisions on their own. They're not able to, uh, to direct their lives in the way that they really need to go. And oftentimes they are dependent totally upon you as parents to give them the direction for their lives. When parents begin to drift, when parents begin to be caught up in the process of slipping away from God, then the children are going to suffer also because they in turn, they in turn will pattern their lives after the lives of their parents and they too will begin to drift into such territory that maybe many times they will not be able to escape and as a result will lose their own souls. To say that drifting is not a danger is to be ignorant of the facts that are presented in the Word of God. To say that my drifting away from God is not a possibility is to deny the very facts that are put before us and the many examples that we've seen in our presence today. Yes, there are those even of our number today that are drifting away. Tonight we have, what, 140 people present? Uh, maybe, maybe that many. Uh, a few years ago, on a service like this, we would have had uh, 250 to 300. What's happened to those people? Some of them have been caught up in the stream of drifting to the point that they are no longer consider it essential. They no longer consider it even advisable uh, to be present in a in a congregation in a service like we are involved in tonight. Uh, the danger of drifting has clouded their minds to the teaching of the Word of God. And to say that it's not a danger is to deny the teaching of uh, the Word of God. Next slide, please. What are the signs of drifting? What do I need to be looking at in my life to try to determine whether I too am one of those caught up in the drifting that we're speaking about this evening. Well, one of the things that you need to look for is a diminished desire to study and to pray and involve yourself in feeding yourself in a way that you'll continue to grow. 
Oftentimes, oftentimes we see uh, people who have been uh, great students of God's Word and then we see a loss of desire to want to study. And it's harder to get people to Bible study. And it's harder to get people uh, involved in sitting down and uh, involving themselves in the study of the Word of God. If that's happening in my life, it needs to be a flag for me. It needs to be a warning for me that something is happening in my spiritual life uh, such that I need to make certain, I need to make certain that I'm not being caught up in the stream of drifting toward dangerous territory uh, that could cause me to lose my very soul. Another thing that you need to look at in your life is whether there's a diminished desire uh, to be with God's people, apparently. And I don't want to be harsh and I don't want to be judgmental tonight, but apparently... Apparently, there is a large number uh, of our people who have have become such of such a mindset uh, that they don't want to be with God's people on an occasion like tonight. They'd rather be somewhere else. They'd rather be doing something else. Uh, and uh, and again, I'm not trying to judge them, but I think they need to look at their lives and they need to look at their relationship with God and ask the question, why? Why do I not want to be with God's people? Why do I not want to be studying uh, the Word of God? Why do I not want to be praising God uh, in... Uh, uh, the assembly where God's people uh, are, are gathered together. And another thing that we need to look at in our lives is we need to look for a diminished desire to share the Word of God with others. Uh, we need to look at a diminished desire to want to take the Gospel to a, a world that's lost. Too many times we get caught up in wanting to serve ourselves and we forget about people. But you know, the reason that God wants you and I here in this capacity uh, as children of His not just in this assembly, but the reason He wants us involved in His church today is that we might make disciples of others, that we might teach them and share with them uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, such that they can one day enjoy the blessings of heaven that we're hoping for. When that desire diminishes, when that desire decreases in our lives today, we need to take heed because it's a danger that we are starting to drift in the wrong direction, that we're starting to be caught up in a drifting that will lead us across the dam and destroy us, even spiritually, uh, in our hopes of going uh, to heaven one day. Another thing that we need to look at is our increased desire to want to be a part of things that are worldly in their nature. Not necessarily sinful, but that are pleasurable and that are, that are entertaining and that are fun and that are like the people around about us are doing today. When we do it at the expense of serving God and being present for God's services and doing the things that God would have us to do, we need to examine ourselves very closely because those things are a danger, a sign that we are drifting in the wrong direction. Next slide, please. What are some of the remedies? What are some of the remedies against drifting today? 
Well, one of the things that we need to do is recognize the need to keep rowing. Well, I'm going back to the boat and to the being on the water and on the stream there. You know, one of the ways to keep from drifting downstream is to continue to be rowing upstream. That is to continue to be working in the things that we ought to do. In first Peter the first chapter second Peter the first chapter and verse ten. The Scripture said, Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, ye shall never fail. Give diligence. Give diligence to make your calling and election sure. What does that mean? It means we're going to be busy in the work of the Lord. It means we're going to be busy with our spiritual life. We're going to be on guard. We're going to be vigilant against these things that we've been talking about where we get caught up in drifting downstream uh, to the point uh, of no return. The Christian is always pressing forward. The Christian is always moving upstream. The Christian is always manning the oars in his spiritual life such that he is not caught up in the drifting, in the, in, the, in the moving toward dangerous, dangerous territory. Another thing that we need to recognize that will help us in our, in our conquest of, uh, of the drifting, flowing stream is expect to go against the current. Expect to go against the tide. It's not going to always be easy. It's not going to always be easy to go upstream. There are going to always be those things that, that are, are out there as obstacle to us. There are going to always be those that are trying to dissuade you and discourage you. The devil has many, many advocates on his side. The devil has many of your friends uh, that are going to be trying to work for him in your life. Uh, they're going to tell you that you need to be like the world around about you. You know, one of the dangers, one of the dangers that's creeping into the church today is the idea that we can be like the world around about us. God's people have always been different. God's people have always been different. When God comes back through His Son, He'll be expecting to take home to Him in heaven a group of people that have been different in this life and in this world that we live in. Oh, there's many dangers out there. We're going to be going upstream all the time. We're going to be flowing against the current at all times. Matthew 7, verse 13 and 14. Enter ye in by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. Many, be that, many there be that go in thereby. For narrow is the gate and straight is the way that leadeth unto life. And few there are that find it. If you make it to heaven, if I make it to heaven, and I believe that we can, we're going to be with the few, not with the majority. We need to recognize that. We need to know that. It'll help us. It'll help us to overcome the discouragement that comes about many times 
by recognizing that we have to be different to be children of God. Oh, we could talk all night about various things that have to do with our drifting. Drifting is a danger, my friend. Drifting is a danger. The waters, the waters of life are like the waters of that river that I pictured there a while ago. The currents are dangerous. The battle is continuous. The effort is unrelenting as we move toward that time that it will be said to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Don't be caught up in your spiritual life by drifting with the tide. Don't be caught up by sitting back and doing nothing and drifting downstream. Somewhere there's going to be a dam to go over and the waters are going to be turbulent below it and you probably will never escape it. God is on your side. With God, with God we can always be victorious. I hope tonight that the things that we've had to say are thought-provoking to you. I hope that you will carefully look at your life as I need to look at mine and make sure that I'm not being caught up in a drifting stream that leads toward eternal and everlasting destruction. If you're here tonight and there are any needs in your life, if you're not a child of God, why wouldn't tonight be a good time for you to obey His will and be baptized into Him for the remission of your sins? If you're an erring child of God, why not, why not come back tonight? Don't continue to drift in the stream of destruction. If you have any needs, whatever they might be, would you let us know right now as we stand together and as we sing?